Hello and welcome to the PLSA's Five Minute Take. My name's Edward Bagheera, I'm Editor-in-Chief at the PLSA and I'm joined by Lizzie Holliday, Head of DC Master Trusts and Lifetime Savings. Lizzie, that's quite a job title and it's been quite a year. What's been going on for the PLSA? It, you're right, it's been a very, very busy year for the PLSA and for indeed all of our members. Um, in terms of the things that PLSA has been focused on, obviously we started the year with quite a full work programme covering some really challenging issues um, like uh, DC decumulation, um, also retirement living standards, financial wellbeing was up there. So lots of hot topics on the agenda from our work programme, but obviously what gets combined into that uh, is a wealth of initiatives from government, from regulators, and then obviously, as we're all really familiar with, part on top of that, we had the COVID pandemic. So it's been quite a busy time um, for, for PLSA and for the industry, uh, looking at what sort of policy projects we need to continue pressing on with um, and what extra help and policy projects we need to be looking at uh, because of the COVID pandemic and what that might bring to us all. Um, in terms of the big work programme topics, um, DC decumulation has been a big one for us. Um, there's been a few challenges in this space for the last few years since the pension flexibilities were brought in and PLSA has been really active in this space um, ever since that time. Um, what this year has seen is uh, bringing to fruition some of the work that was started off in a hitting a target document in 2018 and trying to bring that into land really, trying to make that turn that into an operationalised uh, policy that pension schemes can deliver and that we hope will be helpful for schemes. So that's one of um, our two big projects. And the next one um, to kick off really this year was the uh, financial well-being work that the team are looking at at the moment um, and which has obviously uh, been sort of uh, a big emphasis for MAPS um, and is now a big emphasis for PLSA in terms of looking at what additional policy areas we should be considering in that space. And partly related to that, we have obviously our ongoing work with the retirement living standards that we launched last year. Um, Really, really happy to see two industry awards come through on those in recent months. So one was the Headline Money Award for Thought Leadership Initiative of the Year. And the second uh, was the Pensions Expert Award, Pensions and Industry Provider Award Innovation of the Year. So uh, we're really, really um, happy to see that. And also the adoption for the hard work of the team and the enthusiasm of the industry, we've seen adoption really take off this year. So we've now got over 8.5 million savers being able to access a retirement living standards through schemes that have adopted them. And we're seeing a lot of exciting innovation come through as well in terms of tools and communications around the retirement living standards being delivered by schemes and advisors and fintech companies and those that work directly with members. So it's really exciting to see something that we delivered last year um, actually be, be sort of taken off in the real world and, and hopefully making a difference for those savers as well. Um, so quite a bit on, on that side of the agenda too. Well, Lizzie, uh, those things sound very big and very exciting. Um, with, the, with the RLS in particular, it's, it's great to see something uh, that begins as thought leadership, uh, then translate into something practical that really starts to help people. What, what other kind of practical issues have you been dealing with? Yeah, so a wealth of things that either members have brought to us through our various meetings with them or through the, the policy board structure or the reference group structures um, and things coming at them and at us from government and regulators. 
um, one other kind of really great uh, piece of work that the team has delivered this year, which um, hopefully is of benefit to membership, and I think the hits on the website have demonstrated that maybe it is quite popular, um, is the chair's statement. It's quite a time-consuming thing and can be quite an expensive thing for schemes to deliver. It's a regulatory requirement. I think we can understand there's a, a certain intent there from government, um, but maybe the impact that it's having is not quite where it should be. Um, and so uh, the, the chair of our DC committee, Laura Myers, set up a working group um, that our team were involved in in order to kind of develop a template uh, that members can use to help guide them through that process, help them avoid some of the uh, sort of pitfalls where the regulator has been issuing fines, um, ongoing debate as to whether the pension regulator should actually have more freedoms to, to not actually have to. Uh, issue fines in those circumstances and we continue with that work um, but I think the really exciting thing that was delivered um, and sort of primarily led by, by Laura uh, is the chair's statement document and um, so that's up on the website for people to use. Um, there's a number of other uh, number of other practical things for schemes in terms of kind of the day-to-day -day running and potential changes in the offing um, that we're doing some work and lobbying into government about include uh, some of the challenges over the net pay RAS issue I've been doing a lot of work on that um, over the last year or so and um, to try and persuade government really that our members view is that the P800 solution i.e something that HMRC can do to sort this out that doesn't require an enormous amount of change from schemes is probably the best way to go uh, because it affords the protection to uh, pension savers that we we will believe is needed uh, but it does it in a way that's efficient for schemes and for employers and for pension providers and administrators um, so we continue to do some work on that to try to make sure that that lands in the right way the consultation document is out at the moment and we're working on that there's also some practical issues around the dashboard so another big thing on the horizon that will take up an awful lot of time and resource within schemes uh, to deliver what, what the government wants to happen in the space. Again, uh, the, the concept of dashboard, brilliant, really exciting, the delivery of it extremely challenging and it needs to be implemented in the right way to make sure that it's useful for savers and it's deliverable for schemes. So again, the team's been doing a huge amount of work to engage with members, to take on board views, to understand the issues, to look at what the solution should be in that space. Um, quite a few other things as well so small pots is high on our agenda too so we've got a working group on small pots where we're trying to look at solutions a bit more holistically i think um, and maybe the dwp consultation documents at the moment and a call to them uh, to kind of look at those things in the round and on a similar kind of note as well we're still heavily involved in the discussions with government on the general levy um, so we were really pleased that following our conversations as part of the COVID discussions um, where we kind of highlighted the pressure on schemes, uh, we were able to negotiate for things like consultation periods to be extended across a range of policy areas and um, for some easements in regulatory approaches and um, things like that. But one of the things also, as well as protecting the, the whole automatic enrolment agenda, one of the other things we were able to say government of was to not increase the general levy in April just gone, uh, which they did do and we think was quite sensible. But obviously the work now turns to what the structure of the general levy should be going forward. That will have a lot of implications for schemes. And again, we're running some roundtables uh, shortly on that issue. Um, so, I mean, just a huge amount of practical um, pressures on schemes on, on top of all the other things that they already deal with. Well, Lizzie, uh, fantastic. There, there is obviously a lot going on on members' behalf. Um, I also hope our members appreciate that we, uh, 
we build this as the five minute take, but actually fitting everything we do into five minutes is, is proving quite a challenge for us. That's not your fault, Lizzie. There's just so much going on. So a lot of the things you've talked about um, are, are going to come to fruition, I guess, this time of year, the PLSA, we're looking forward to our annual conference. What should we be looking out for from your point of view? Yes, some really exciting stuff on the agenda for the conference. Um, so there'll be a couple of uh, big sessions on DC decumulation. Um, so we've published our call for evidence. Um, we at the conference will be announcing our final recommendations. Um, so many thanks to everybody that uh, everybody who's contributed to that call for evidence period through roundtables or through written submissions. And there's still time to get some of those in. Um, so encourage as many written uh, responses uh, and discussions. Please contact the team as well, um, who've been working really hard on this policy area. Um, so the, the conference will see uh, the launch of those final recommendations. And we'll also have a session on RLS, uh, just to give an update, um, explain what's going to happen next, look at some of those examples about what some schemes have been doing and share some of that practice in case that's of use to members thinking about how they want to adopt um, the RLS. Um, there's also uh, some stream sessions on financial well-being, so looking at what the role of schemes and employers is in financial well-being. It's a really hot topic at the moment. Um, and something would be really um, great to hear what others are doing in that space as well. Well, it's clearly a busy conference agenda reflecting uh, a very busy policy agenda for you, you and your team, Lizzie. So thanks for joining me on another episode of the PLSA's five minute take, uh, a little bit longer than five minutes as usual, but we'll work on that. And in a couple of weeks time, we'll be returning to normal service with uh, Policy Watch on Friday afternoons, but, but look out for more episodes of the five minute take too. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.